Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Herridge here with the Daily VRA Investing Podcast. Quick heads up. We have President's Day this Monday, so it's a bank holiday. means it's a Wall Street holiday. No bond or equity trading on Monday. We'll see you back here again Tuesday after the close. Uh, what a way to end the week, though. Markets really could have gotten hit today. Uh, you've got a market that, again, as we've been uh, highlighting here now, really most of this week, markets trading at extreme overbought readings. It is. It's, it's their own stochastics. It's now their own money flows, relative strength. Pretty much every uh, every momentum oscillator that you look at, every technical indicator that you look at, tells you this market is extreme overbought, and it just doesn't matter. What's happened this week is a little bit of sideways action, some marginal new highs. we got new all-time highs today in S&P 500, but everything else is just a, a stone's throw away from all-time highs. But it's a, been a slight pause to work off some of the overbought readings. That's an incredibly bullish sign. Uh, the old saying is never short a dull market. Yeah, even though we're at all-time highs, you know, it's been a little bit boring. A little bit damage has taken place this week underneath the surface, a little bit of uh, a degrading, if you will, in some of the stocks. We've seen a lot of the indicators like percentage of stocks above the 200-day, percentage of stocks above the 50-day moving average. Those have come down. That's very healthy technical action. Let's, let's get to the basics here. Dow Jones up 27 points today, 31,425, excuse me, 31,458. Again, SP 500 today uh, was our, our uh, was right there with NASDAQ as our leader, up a half a percent at 39.34. Again, new all-time high, S&P 500. Everything else is right there, as is the NASDAQ. Just missed an all-time high today by a few points, closing up 69 points at 14,095. And our leader from the March 23rd, 2020 coronavirus insanity lows, Russell 2000, up of just four points today. Actually, uh, kind of a kind of again slow day today. Uh, but um, look, this market is really kind of a three pronged approach. Is why we think these prices keep going higher. We we are in melt up territory. Uh, that's just how we see it because of twenty trillion dollars in global fiscal and monetary stimulus in the last ten months. Uh, that's really the only reason we need. There there really is no other reason needed. We could st- we could do every podcast. And say twenty trillion dollars in global fiscal monetary stimulus, and just, just that's it. That's why you have to be long. That's called don't fight the Fed. And uh, yeah, of course, not only you have the, the quantitative easing happening, as a lot of it, a lot more coming the rest of this year, but of course the fiscal stimulus happening as well. You know, we're about to get another close to two trillion dollars in the U.S. alone. The same things happening all over the planet. They are, they are, they want the markets to melt up. I don't know. If there's any other uh, conclusion that we can draw from what's happening is uh, call it a psyop to uh, to take our attention off other things. I don't know. Maybe all the questions we have about coronavirus insanity. Maybe the questions that we have out of New York with Governor Cuomo that is it's uh, all coming to light now that they purposely covered up all this information. Sent nine thousand people, elderly in retirement homes. 9,000, put them back into retirement homes. That's where all these deaths came from. So at least these questions now are starting to get some uh, some curiosity from the press. But again, a melt-up stock market, when you make a lot of money and you've got the government handouts coming, uh, we call that a PSYOP. You know, uh, you, you don't really pay attention as much to a, a stolen and rigged election or coronavirus insanity with all the questions we have about 
died with or from coronavirus, the PCR test totals and, and how they, uh, they tested for, you know, positive for, uh, for uh, coronavirus, what we're calling a, a case, what we've called for a long time, a case-demic, a pandemic again. Uh, but you know what? We're not going to argue. We, we, we like the markets going up. This is our job, after all, is to help you make money in the markets. It's certainly our job with our subscribers and our clients here. So we're not, uh, we're not complaining about it, but we are pointing out what we think to be kind of an obvious situation here. And also, in addition to all the money, all the, all the funny money floating around, we've got a, a complete earnings resurgence taking place. Fourth quarter uh, earnings are beating at a pretty astounding level. And, and we haven't even gotten to the good stuff yet. The good stuff takes place on the first and second quarter earnings, folks. The, the next two quarters we have to look at for earnings reports will be compared to the first two quarters of 2020. And, of course, that's coronavirus insanity. That's when the GDP was dropping by 30%. So, uh, you know, we've got a lot of good news ahead of us. Uh, we don't think it's yet time to buy the rumor and sell the news. Uh, we think it's time to be fully invested and be aggressively paying attention to your portfolio right now. And then finally, uh, again, not, not a whole lot of people are talking about this, but, you know, when you see reports – Again, these are government reports that year over year we have 26% uh, growth in, in, in money, into money supply, right? This is uh, cash. This is savings. This is money investment accounts, M1 and M2 combined into money supply growth up 26% year over year. That's $20 trillion uh, bottom line growth in M2 money supply. And, folks, a lot of that still sitting in cash. It's coming off the sidelines, though. We, we, are, we noted a report today from a UBS, uh, which reported that um, now the retail buyer is the marginal difference maker. Retail investing into the stock market is now 60% higher than it was three years ago. The public is back. Millennials are leading that way. Uh, and they're falling back in love with stocks for the first time now. It's really their first time to do it. And these are long-term phenomenon, folks. This is why we believe a melt-up is entirely possible that may take the Dow to 75,000, even 100,000 on the Dow within the next five years. Uh, we've been bullish for a long time. We're more bullish now than we've been in quite some time. It won't be straight up. There'll be, there'll be shakeouts. There'll be corrections along the way. We're just not seeing any evidence that that's about to happen right now. Let's talk about under the hood today uh, in our internals. And uh, again, uh, good readings today on, on a pretty quiet day. Uh, today we had, uh, let's look first of all at uh, NYSE and NASDAQ on advanced decline. Both were positive. Not, not, not hugely so, but we'll take solid beats. Uh, it, vol it wasn't even one and a half to one, frankly, but it's still positive for both. Up, down volume. Uh, NASDAQ actually was flat, uh, but uh, NYSE volume positive by 1.2 billion shares. That, that's pretty good on a day where not much happened. And then finally, uh, again, the, the thing that continues to get everybody's attention is new 52-week highs to lows. Let me just add that up here, get a final read here. We have uh, 655 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to so just 18 hitting new 52-week lows. So the internals continue to be very, very strong. Same thing in our sector watch. Today we had of our 11 S&P 500 sectors, nine finished higher, two finished lower. Led to the upside by energy, oil powering ahead today. Energy stocks up 1.4% today. Uh, materials up 1% and financials on higher rates. The uh, tenure today hit 1.2%. Uh, 
that's the highest uh, level we've seen there in the tenure in some time. And the banks uh, apparently like higher rates. Uh, we're not convinced they're going to stay up very long. The only uh, sector down today really was utilities, down three quarters of 1%. And uh, finally, our commodity watch, uh, gold today, a little bit soft, down $4 an ounce at $18.21. Uh, silver uh, powering ahead again, up $0.34 cents an ounce at twenty-seven thirty-eight. Copper hitting a new almost nine-year high today, $3.80 a pound. That's the first time we've seen that in, again, almost nine years, up just under 1% today. Uh, copper, Dr. Copper telling us that the global economy is in very good shape. Oil today, again, here's the kicker. This is the most important commodity. Uh, the, the markets, the economy, frankly, and all commodity markets really move based on what's happening in oil. And oil today hitting another, what is that, about a 14-month high now, up $1.38 a barrel today, up a big 2.3% at $59.62. Remember, just 10 months ago, oil went minus 40 Minus forty, and now we're at fifty nine dollars and sixty two cents a barrel. That's only a hundred and what a hundred and nine dollar swing there. So excuse me, only a ninety nine dollar swing there in oil in the last ten months. And finally for today, Bitcoin trading. Uh, what a week it's been for Bitcoin. Bitcoin today, uh, this week, up twenty two percent on the heels of Elon Musk Tesla uh, Corporation uh, putting one and a half billion dollars to work in Bitcoin. And then followed up this week by MasterCard saying that they're now going to make Bitcoin part of their payment system. Uh, Bitcoin up 22% this week, up $540 right now at $47,621. And um, did hit a high today, by the way, of, of $48,927. You know, markets again are closed on Monday. Don't be surprised, folks, to come back on Tuesday and Bitcoin's well over 50000 to Bitcoin. Folks, again, hope you had a great week. Uh, markets closed on Monday. We'll see you back here again Tuesday after the close. We always appreciate you being with us. Uh, join us anytime, full-time, at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. Take care, everybody. Have a good long weekend.